Good afternoon and welcome to the Full Moon Festival of Sagittarius this November 29, 2020. In a world of rapidly empowering energies and shifting forces, which are many times clashing and sometimes cooperating as we work with the available energies that are sounding through the keynote of Sagittarius. I see the goal, I reach that goal, and then I see another. We have just witnessed the culminating phase of a campaign involving so clearly a set of the pairs of opposites on the political scene, one which has engaged the imagination of the whole world with the amazement or dismay that hinders or throws into confusion on the one hand and on the other with a sigh of relief that came from discovering that the nation's flag was still there standing, standing for hope, for healing, and for faith that with patience and in spite of all the bewilderment, this great nation shall move on to a greater achievement still, moving from sea to shining sea. This shining sea, perhaps, might symbolize the intuition and the expression then may be rendered as moving with the aspiration of the people from the present to the stage or state or the place of intuitive understanding. This is a goal facing the whole of humanity and which is dramatized every now and then in some nation as a national crisis or in the world as a global crisis and as a learning experience for the whole of mankind. Aspiration. In Sagittarius and at a certain stage, the disciple is faced with the goal of establishing a conscious relations between the aspiration and the intuition, a tall order indeed. And this, while always working within the protection and inspiration of the group, for the intuition, we are told, is non-individualistic. Through this process, the disciple, the group, and finally humanity sees the goal, reaches that goal, and then sees another. And as the group works in unison 
and faces towards the mysterious wheel. The group spins like the spider on that way, weaving the way into being with all that the group has until the group becomes that way. For we have been instructed that before we can tread the path, we must become the path itself. A great son of God, representing the intuitive awareness, the Christ, has assured us abundantly that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me, and we seek to do likewise, finding our way through the intuition, our soul. This is the Christ in us, the hope of glory of St. Paul. And it matters not at all whether we recognize this Christ as the hidden Imam of Islam or the Bodhisattva of Buddhism or the Lord Krishna of Hinduism or the Shekinah of Judaism and the Kabbalah. What is of moment is that the influencing energy of Sagittarius, symbolized by its directed pointing arrow, leads us on to the goal, to that conscious, intuitive understanding which the Christ in us, the soul, represents and enshrines. At this point, let us pause for a moment together and sound the affirmation of love with the power of our group focus. In the center of our love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Oh. The keynote of Sagittarius might give the impression of a tiresome, unending, and tediously going on and on from a casual look of things. But this is not so. The sense indicated is not the mere repetition of a mechanically continuous linear motion of just going on in time as the unenlightened finite concrete mind would interpret at a glance. But it's more of the effect of the conditioning influence of the soul when the limitations of the lower mind are wearing away. For time, as we know, it begins to be transcended 
being replaced by the persistence of the soul, which is timeless and which endures and which begins to increasingly condition the attitude of the student and which like some progressively burning fire warms her efforts with joy. In this sense, let us recall the simple and powerful characterization and definition of joy in Agni Yoga that joy is fire. This is the livingness inherent in the keynote of Sagittarius, which propels the aspirants and the disciples in this new age, the individual and the group on their way forward ever. The burning fire of aspiration becomes immensely available to us and the world in this great sign of directed and fiery aspiration. After all, Sagittarius is a fire sign. Under its fiery impetus, a great transformation progressively goes on. This transformation is taking place right before our eyes. It is taking place in ourselves, in all the many groups appearing and agitating in the world, in all nations and in every sphere of world processes and activities. And every department of life seems to be experiencing this fire. In some places, it is manifesting as the conflicts that lead to wars. In others, as political upheavals embroiling whole nations, slowly bringing to birth the love that underlies the happenings of the time and which nothing can stop or prevent. While economic turmoil in many places are some of the manifestation of this burning, it also demonstrates as a fire of destruction and destabilization that our careless relations with the environment brings when we fail to heed the fire of group responsibility towards the other lower kingdoms. All is in a state of kinetic energy, demonstrating the effect of fire in some form or another. It seems appropriate perhaps to surmise that the world is at the commencement of sitting for Agni Yoga, the yoga of fire. This is the hidden fire of the intuition which burns through all things, dispossessing of all the dross and unveiling the burning divine love that underlies all things. The love that is group understanding and the love that is the expression of the intuition in whose light all things can be known. These ideas are not some arbitrary conjectures, but go to the very heart of the nature of the experience in Sagittarius. For it is in this sign, par excellence, that the work of the intuition 
as it governs their aspiration, faces or confronts the disciple in the new age. In this connection, it is worthy to note that we are told in esoteric astrology that this work culminates in the first and second initiations. These energies associated with these two very important initiations are today the true ferment of the world experience and situation. We are witnessing the effect and result of these initiatory energies through the actions and reactions of many, through the challenges from all forms of activism, through all kinds of group engagement, through the surprising disruption of the old order and entrenched forces, and the sometimes shocking display of material forces. These energies underlie and are motivating the lives of very many in the world today, whose esotericism is not grammared by affiliations with orthodox schools of occultism, but their esotericism is intensely and intelligently focused on the work to be done in changing world conditions and salvaging the world for all through their unlimited devotion to the good, the beautiful, and the true. These group of world servers see their devotion with simplicity and intuitively, divorced from the distortions of selfishness and the manipulations based on fear, and from the error bred in the brain of the sensuous man masquerading as license, cunning, specious arguments, false logical necessities, and a fashionable lack of conviction dressed up as relativism and all based on the illusion of separateness. This unlimited devotion of the groups so forming is the definite conditioning effect of the intuition on the aspiration, which liberates the emotions from its selfish and narrow confinements into the fire of aspiration and adds the quality and potency of universality and transforms devotion to the particular and limited into an expansive, unlimited and wholesome concern for all with an emphasis again on the words for all. This is the flame burning on the altar of right human relationship. The activity, the activity of the fire as described in some sentences given to us by the Tibetan in the light of the soul so aptly characterizes the current world conditions that it is quoted here. As the breath of the fire streams upward through the system, as the fiery element makes its presence felt, that which is hindering is seen to disappear 
and that which was obscure becomes illuminated. The fire ascends and barriers are burned. The breath expands and limitations disappear. End of quote. This increasingly growing group who are the embodiment of aspiration, demonstrating as unlimited devotion and constituting the spiritual ferment of the world are of very special importance to the Christ in his work as the initiator of the first and second initiations of the world, aspirants and disciples and their group, and to which an aspect of his reappearance is connected. Here also is one of the functions and applications of the second stanza of the great invocation and the focus of the understanding which group initiation brings. Because of its sensitive nature, the emotional turmoil involved with processes associated with these energies immediately grabs our attention. As chronicled in our newspapers, radios, and televisions. But there is an equally, or perhaps a greater sense of agony among thinking people everywhere in the world. The goal of, and the need for relinquishing the animal in us, is going through a tremendous clarification and calling us with fierce appeal. It will seem that great progress has been made in some directions, as evidenced by the widespread incidence of the symbolic and sometimes literal effect of burning by fire. Factually, from futureearth.org publications, wildfires have become increasingly common in many parts of the world. For instance, in California, 2014, 2017, 2018, and now 2020, the Mediterranean in 2017 and 2018, in Canada, in 2014, 2017, 2018. In Siberia, 2003, 2012, and 2019. In Australia, 2009, 2013, and 2019. Impacting the health of local economies, ecosystems, and people. Here, the unbelievable fiery onslaught in California and in Turkey in the Middle East are particular examples amidst the general onslaught of the COVID-19 pandemic, an ongoing and agonizing reminder of the one world and its common destiny, demanding universal cooperation. In the lives of world aspirants and disciples, corresponding apprehensions and anxieties are being invoked as we struggle 
and seek to constantly and steadily hold on to the alignment with the soul. However, there seems to be a growing hope that the pain will bring or is bringing its due reward of light and love into the lives of individuals, groups, and nations as the pandemic awakens an instinctive sense of world consciousness in the minds of men and women, however feeble, and which will later develop into intelligent, factual experience. This was clearly demonstrated in the latest meeting of the G20 group of nations held recently, where there was unanimous agreement that the vaccine for the COVID-19 pandemic must be made equally available to all people everywhere in the world. And where also the WHO was recognized and given a resoundingly strong vote of confidence. Relinquishment and transformation. There is a relinquishment simultaneously present in the process of transformation. And this is beautifully symbolized in the sign of Sagittarius, where this twin technique is most instructively illustrated as the centaur is transformed into the archer. And where later still, even the archer disappears, leaving only the arrow with a remnant of the bow. AAB has offered as a rendition by the Tibetan of this relinquishment, which goes hand in hand with the transformation in esoteric astrology, pages 176 to 177, and is fully quoted here. Where is the animal, O Lanu? And where the man? Fused into one, O master of my life. The two are one, but both have disappeared and not remains, but the deep fire of my desire. Where is the horse, the white horse of the soul? Where is the rider of that horse? gone towards the gate, O master of my life. But something speeds ahead between the pillars of an open door, something that I myself have loosed. And what remains to thee, O wise Lanun, now that the horses of two kinds have left thee? and the rider, unattached, stands free. Now what remains? Not but my bow and arrow, O master of my life, but they suffice. And when the right time comes, I, thy Lanu, will follow fast upon the shaft I sent. The horses I will live upon this side of the door. For them, 
I have no further need. I enter free, regain the arrow which I set, and speed upon my way, passing from door to door. And each time, the arrow speeds ahead. Now, let us commence our work of letting in the light. A note of the full moon approach to the hierarchy. He who faces the light and stands within its radiance is blinded to the issues of the world of men. He passes on the lighted way to the great center of absorption. But he who feels the urge to pass that way yet loves his brother on the darkened path revolves upon the pedestal of light and turns the other way. He faces towards the dark and then the seven points of light within himself transmit the outward streaming light. And lo, the face of those upon the darkened way receives that light. For them, the way is not so dark. Behind the warriors, twixt the light and dark, blazes the light of hierarchy. Meditation, letting in the light. Group fusion. We affirm the fact of group fusion and integration within the heart center of the group of world service, mediating between hierarchy and humanity. I am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them.
alignment. We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, the great ashram of Sanat Kumara, and towards the Christ at the heart of hierarchy. extend the line of light towards Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known. Higher interlude. Hold the contemplative mind open to the extra planetary energies streaming into Shambhala and radiated through hierarchy. using the creative imagination, endeavor to see the three planetary centers, Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity, gradually coming into alignment and interplay.
meditation. Reflect on the sea thought using the appropriate keynote of Sagittarius. I see the goal. I reach that goal. And then I see another.
precipitation. Using the creative imagination, visualize the energies of light love and the will to good pouring throughout the planet and becoming anchored on earth in prepared physical plane centers through which the plan can manifest. Use the sixfold progression of divine love as a sequence of energy precipitation. Shambhala, hierarchy, the Christ, the group of world service, men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world physical centers of distribution.
lower interlude. Refocus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great ashram. Together sound the affirmation. <clears throat> In the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the downpouring spiritual inflow released from Shambhala through the hierarchy and streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. Consider how these inpouring energies are establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher, the Christ.
distribution. As the great invocation is sounded, visualize the outpouring of light and love and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.
Thank you. This is the last full moon meeting for the year. Upcoming me meetings will be the next new moon meeting. Saturday, next new moon meeting will be in December, Monday of December 14th at 6 p.m. EST. Pardon me. The Festival of Capricorn occurs Tuesday, December 29th at 6.30 p.m. The correction again. The last full moon meeting will be the Festival of Capricorn, which occurs Tuesday, December 29th at 6.30 p.m. The 2021 full moon and new moon charts is available at www.lucistrust.org slash full moon. Thank you, have a good evening.